Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and I want to welcome you to this Wednesday evening edition of Common Prayer. Uh, for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, this is a little podcast I'm putting together going through the services for morning and evening prayer according to the Anglican tradition. Uh, so if you're a Christian struggling with uh, maintaining a, a consistent prayer and devotional life, uh, I found this to be a practice that has helped me a lot, and I hope maybe if as you follow along, maybe it'll help you as well. Uh, if you'd like to follow along, you can search online for the Book of Common Prayer, uh, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. Uh, resources for that can be found by clicking on the Resources tab at www.anglicanchurch.net. Or you can follow along with the liturgy at dailyoffice2019.com. Again, that's dailyoffice, O-F-F-I-C-E, 2019.com. Or you're more than welcome to just listen and pray along in your heart, however you'd like to do that. So I invite you to join me as we prepare for prayer together. Again, welcome to Daily Evening Prayer for Wednesday, June 14th, 2023. This is the Wednesday after the second Sunday after Pentecost. And let's go ahead and begin with the opening sentence for this evening. Let my prayer be set forth in your sight as incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by His infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in His presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Let's pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. 
Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let's say together this uh, prayer called the Fos Haleron, which is Latin for O Gladsome Light. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven. O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. The psalm appointed for this 14th day of the month in the 30-day cycle begins with Psalm 73 for evening prayer. Truly, God is loving to Israel, even to those who have a clean heart. Nevertheless, my feet had almost stumbled, my steps had nearly slipped, for I was envious of the proud when I saw the ungodly in such prosperity. For they are in no fear of death, but their bodies are healthy and strong. They come to no misfortune like other folk, neither are they afflicted like others. Therefore they wear pride as a necklace, and they wrap themselves with violence as with a garment. Their eyes swell with greed, and their hearts overflow with wicked thoughts. Their talk is malice and mockery. They have proud looks, and tyrannous words are on their lips. For they have set their mouth against the heavens and their evil speech spreads through the world. Therefore the people turn to them, and find no fault in them. They say, How should God perceive it? Is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly. They prosper in their ways, and they have riches in possession. I said, Surely in vain have I cleansed my heart, and washed my hands in innocence. All the day long have I been afflicted, and chastened every morning. Indeed, had I spoken as they do, then would I have betrayed the generation of your children. When I sought to understand this, it was too hard for me until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their end. Surely you set them in slippery places, and cast them down and destroy them. 
Oh, how suddenly are they consumed! They perish and come to a fearful end. Indeed, like a dream when one awakens, so shall you make their image vanish out of the city. Thus my heart was grieved, and I was wounded within. So foolish was I, and ignorant, as if I were a beast before you. Nevertheless, I am always with you, for you hold me by my right hand. You shall guide me with your counsel, and after that receive me with glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is no one on earth whom I desire in comparison with you. Though my flesh and my heart fail me, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For behold, those who forsake you shall perish. You destroy all those who are unfaithful to you. But it is good for me to hold fast to God, to put my trust in the Lord God, and to speak of all your works in the gates of the city of Zion. Let's go on to Psalm 74. O oh God, why have you utterly cast us off? Why is your wrath so hot against the sheep of your pasture? O oh, think upon your congregation, whom you have purchased and redeemed of old. Think upon the tribe of your inheritance, and Mount Zion, where you have dwelt. Draw near and behold how all is made desolate and how the enemy has destroyed all that is in your sanctuary. Your adversaries roar in the midst of your holy place, and set up their banners as tokens of victory. Like hewers of timber in a thicket of trees, so have they broken down all the carved work with axes and hammers. They have set fire to your holy place and have defiled the dwelling place of your name, even to the ground. They said in their hearts, Let us make havoc of them altogether. Thus have they burnt up all the houses of God in the land. We do not see any signs. There is not one prophet any more. There is no one who knows how long these things shall continue. O oh God, how long shall the adversary do this dishonor? How long shall the enemy blaspheme your name forever? Why do you withdraw your hand? Why do you not take your right hand out of your bosom to consume the enemy? For God is my king of old. He is the one bringing help upon the earth. You divided the sea through your power. You broke the heads of the dragons in the waters. You smote the heads of Leviathan in pieces, and gave him to be food for the people in the wilderness. You brought fountains and waters out of the hard rocks, and you dried up mighty waters. The day is yours, and the night is yours. 
You have prepared the light and the sun. You have set all the borders of the earth. You have made summer and winter. Remember this, O Lord, how the enemy scoffed, and how the foolish people have blasphemed your name. Deliver not the soul of your turtle dove to the wild beasts, and forget not forever the lives of your poor. Look upon your covenant, for the dark places of the earth are full of violence. Let not the oppressed go away ashamed, but let the poor and needy give praise to your name. Arise, O God, maintain your own cause. Remember how the foolish one blasphemes you daily. Forget not the voice of your enemies nor the tumult of those who hate you, which increases ever more and more. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first reading for this evening's prayer service is a reading from the prophet Ezekiel, beginning with the 33rd chapter and the first verse. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, speak to your people and say to them, If I bring the sword upon a land, and the people of the land take a man from among them, and make him their watchman, and if he sees the sword coming upon the land and blows the trumpet and warns the people, then if anyone who hears the sound of the trumpet does not take warning, and the sword comes and takes him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet and did not take warning. His blood shall be upon himself. But if he had taken warning, he would have saved his life. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet, so that the people are not warned, and the sword comes and takes any one of them, that person is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at the watchman's hand. So you, son of man, I have made a watchman for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. If I say to the wicked, O wicked one, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked to turn from his way, that wicked person shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. But if you warn the wicked to turn from his way, and he does not turn from his way, that person shall die in his iniquity, but you will have delivered your soul. And you, son of man, say to the house of Israel, Thus have you said, Surely our transgressions and our sins are upon us, and we rot away because of them. How then can we live? Say to them, As I live, declares the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn back, Turn back from your evil ways, for why will you die, O house of Israel? And you, son of man, say to your people, 
The righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him when he transgresses. And as for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall by it when he turns from his wickedness. And the righteous shall not be able to live by his righteousness when he sins. Though I say to the righteous that he shall surely live, yet if he trusts in his righteousness and does injustice, none of his righteous deeds shall be remembered. But in his injustice that he has done, he shall die. Again, though I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, yet if he turns from his sin and does what is just and right, if the wicked restores the pledge, gives back what he has taken by robbery, and walks in the statutes of life, not doing injustice, he shall surely live. He shall not die. None of the sins that he has committed shall be remembered against him. He has done what is just and right. He shall surely live. Yet your people say, The way of the Lord is not just, when it is their own way that is not just. When the righteous turns from his righteousness and does injustice, he shall die for it. And when the wicked turns from his wickedness and does what is just and right, he shall live by this. Yet you say, The way of the Lord is not just. O house of Israel, I will judge each of you according to his ways. In the twelfth year of our exile, in the tenth month, on the fifth day of the month, a fugitive from Jerusalem came to me and said, The city has been struck down. Now the hand of the Lord had been upon me the evening before the fugitive came, and he had opened my mouth by the time the man came to me in the morning. So my mouth was opened, and I was no longer mute. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, the inhabitants of these waste places in the land of Israel keep saying, Abraham was only one man, yet he got possession of the land. But we are many. The land is surely given us to possess. Therefore say to them, Thus says the Lord God, You eat flesh with the blood, and lift up your eyes to your idols, and shed blood. Shall you then possess the land? You rely on the sword, you commit abominations, and each of you defiles his neighbor's wife. Shall you then possess the land? Say this to them, Thus says the Lord God, As I live, surely those who are in the waste places shall fall by the sword, and whoever is in the open field I will give to the beasts to be devoured, and those who are in strongholds and in caves shall die by pestilence. And I will make the land a desolation and a waste, and her proud might shall come to an end, and the mountains of Israel shall be so desolate that none will pass through. Then they will know that I am the Lord, when I have made the land a desolation and a waste because of all their abominations that they have committed. As for you, son of man, your people who talk together about you by the walls and at the doors of the houses, say to one another, each to his brother, 
Come and hear what the word is that comes from the Lord. And they come to you as people come, and they sit before you as my people. And they hear what you say, but they will not do it. For with lustful talk in their mouths they act. Their heart is set on their gain. And behold, you are to them like one who sings lustful songs with a beautiful voice and plays well on an instrument. For they hear what you say, but they will not do it. When this comes, and come it will, then they will know that a prophet has been among them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Magnificat, the Song of Mary from Luke chapter 1. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones, and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The second lesson for evening prayer tonight is a reading from the Acts of the Apostles, beginning with the 15th chapter, the first verse. But some men came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers, Unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And after Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and debate with them, Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were appointed to go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and the elders about this question. So being sent on their way by the church, they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, describing in detail the conversion of the Gentiles, and brought great joy to all the brothers. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they declared all that God had done with them. But some believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees rose up and said, It is necessary to circumcise them and to order them to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and the elders were gathered together to consider this matter. And after there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, Brothers, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God, who knows the heart, bore witness to them, by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. And he made no distinction between us and them, having cleansed their hearts by faith. 
Now therefore, why are you putting God to the test by placing a yoke on the neck of the disciples that neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear? But we believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, just as they will. And all the assembly fell silent, and they listened to Barnabas and Paul as they related what signs and wonders God had done through them among the Gentiles. After they finished speaking, James replied, Brothers, listen to me. Simeon has related how God first visited the Gentiles to take from them a people for his name. And with this, the words of the prophets agree, just as it is written. After this, I will return, and I will rebuild the tent of David that has fallen. I will rebuild its ruins, and I will restore it, that the remnant of mankind may seek the Lord, and all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord, who makes these things known from of old. Therefore my judgment is that we should not trouble those of the Gentiles who turn to God, but should write to them to abstain from the things polluted by idols, and from sexual immorality, and from what has been strangled, and from blood. For from ancient generations Moses has had in every city those who proclaim him, for he has read every Sabbath in the synagogues. The Word of the Lord Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Nunc Dimittis, the Song of Simeon, from Luke chapter 2. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us proclaim our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Let's say the words of the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. This next series of prayers, the response at the end of each is, We entreat you, O Lord, that this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful. We entreat you, O Lord, that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses. We entreat you, O Lord, that there may be peace in your church and in the whole world. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Basil the Great, and all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. The college for this day, for this Wednesday after the second Sunday after Pentecost, We've been praying this same prayer throughout the week, and that is one of the uh, it's one of the hallmarks of the morning and evening prayer services. This gives us a chance to really dwell on these words as we pray them each day over the course of the week. So as I pray this prayer, I just invite you to dwell on these words as you pray along, and that they may truly touch your heart and help bring you closer to the Lord. Grant, O Lord, that the course of this world may be so peaceably ordered by your providence, that your church may joyfully serve you in quiet confidence and godly peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. This is also a uh, feast day for St. Basil the Great. He was a 4th century bishop of Caesarea. So this prayer is related to that feast day. O God, our Heavenly Father, you raised up your faithful servant Basil the Great to be a bishop and pastor in your church and to feed your flock. Give abundantly to all pastors the gifts of your Holy Spirit, that they may minister in your household as true servants of Christ and stewards of your divine mysteries. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray a collect for protection. O God, the life of all who live, the light of the faithful, 
the strength of those who labor and the repose of the dead. We thank you for the blessings of the day that is past and humbly ask for your protection through the coming night. Bring us in safety to the morning hours through him who died and rose again for us, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A prayer for mission. O God and Father of all, whom the whole heavens adore, let the whole earth also worship you, all nations obey you, all tongues confess and bless you. And men, women, and children everywhere love you and serve you in peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So we enter into a time of intercession. I just invite you to take a moment to bring any needs or concerns that you have before the Lord, whether for yourself or on behalf of others. Feel free to pause the podcast if you need to spend some time doing that. And then we'll come back together to pray the prayer of thanksgiving. Let us pray the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. So thank you so much for praying with me this evening prayer service. I hope that as we've been starting to go through some more of these services that maybe the order might be more familiar to you, maybe the language might be coming to you a little easier. But more than anything, I just hope and pray that this is blessing you in your walk with the Lord. And if it is helping you, I invite you to uh, 
let me know about it. I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. And even more than a comment, if you have a prayer request or anything else, just feel free to uh, feel free to reach out. And I'd love to include your prayer requests and get your reactions to how things are going. Especially if you're listening to this and you live in the northwest or west central Ohio area, I'd love to hear from you. Also, subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss a service. We uh, we posting morning prayer. Uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 8 a.m. Evening prayer will go up those same days at 5 p.m. Again, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly, and I thank you so much for joining me here today. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.